Hey guys, welcome to Drop the Dis. This is David with a little announcement before we get started. Uh, today's episode is really exciting for us because it's a really cool national public figure, but it's not exactly how we had originally wanted to interview him. Usually when we talk to someone, we focus a lot on the personal aspects and, and we definitely focus a lot on what it is they're doing right now. Today's guest, Congressman Rick Allen, is coming on in these troubled times to provide some value for our listeners. Instead of being doom and gloom media, we're trying to use our platform right now, one, to communicate important information to the people of Augusta, and two, to entertain you guys as well as we can. If you guys know anyone we should be talking to right now, please shoot us an email at dropthedispod or DM us on social media at dropthedispod on Instagram or Facebook. We love hearing from you guys. We love your input. Hey guys, this is David. And uh, we're here with Drop the Disc Podcast. We are. We just had a pretty cool interview. Yes, we did. And uh, I am very excited for y'all to hear it. It's all about, um, it's actually with Congress, Congressman Allen. There it is. And uh, before we go into who he is and what, we're gonna, what you're about to hear, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Nancy Powell. Absolutely. And uh, what she has been doing in our home buying experience. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Nancy Powell is our presenting sponsor for the year 2020. And she's also a real estate broker, right? She's not an associate yeah. broker anymore. She's a she is not. power broker. She is, yes. And she is actually no longer with Concierge Realty. She is uh, starting her own or taking over her family's business and it'll be Powell and associates. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to, it's located in the, um, the news building office off of broad street. Okay. Yeah. Nice building. Nice yeah. building. Good going, yeah. Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but so last week I told y'all last thing y'all heard was that Audrey and I found a house, yep. put an offer in, yep. they accepted the offer yep. and then we were going to move on with the, the due diligence things. And if you have never owned or if you have never bought a home, listen up, this is what we have gone through and this is potentially what you could go through. <laughs> um, we, we had our inspection and we went with Hargrove and they do not sponsor this, but I do want to say that Hargrove inspections did an incredible job. They did such an incredible job that we learned that if we went forward with that house, we would need to put in about $40,000 for work. And, and all of that was like unseen stuff, right? Yeah. Like you wouldn't yeah. have known it if you just walked we in and bought it. So when you and Nancy found out that there was issues with it, how did you guys respond? You went and talked to her. Did she try to press you to, to buy anyways, to close anyways? Uh, I think she did what any realtor would do. She was talking about things here and there. Now, we did uh, go back with that. We told the seller that we'd like everything to be fixed. Right. So she did that. So okay. we went forward with that, and his response was, no. So, and that's just how it is. And um, for us, it's not an investment for one year or one uh, week out of the year to make money. It's we want to live in it. We want to start a family in it. So we backed out. And with that, Nancy was not hesitant. She said, this is not a home you want. 
you know, so she's not, she's there for your best interest, which we appreciate. And uh, quick update uh, for this week, we looked at three homes and uh, out of the three homes, we put in an offer on home and we learned, so we learned that we've been learning the process as we go. And at this point, we've learned that uh, what closing costs we can pay. So basically, that's the cash at the end of on the closing date, closing date that you put down cash to close. So what I'm hearing from you is that there's a lot of complicated steps and, and processes when you want to buy a house. You don't just go buy a house. Right. But I will say complicated is a big word for a new home buyer. I will say with Nancy, none of this has been complicated. Okay. This has been, uh, and our mortgage loan, uh, lender has been very uh, educating, and he's educated a lot. So if y'all would like to know who I've gone with, DM me, I'll let you know. But um, Nancy has made this a very uncomplicated process for us. She gives you good advice, and you either take it or you don't. Um, you can disagree with her, and she she's okay with that. And that's what I've loved. Because I am a new, I'm a first time home buyer. She could tell me I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about, but she's kind of gone with what, you know, I've asked and what we can do. And she understands that. So what I take that my takeaway from Nancy this week is that my interests and my, what I can afford my wife and I, those are her interests as well. So anyways, we are still on the house hunt and we're not worried about it. We know that. The right one will come when uh, when we can get it. And you so, guys, you guys are way ahead of your timeline too, so there's yeah, no rush yeah. on that. Exactly, way ahead of time. But David, could you talk a little bit about our favorite brewery? So, um, not only do we have a favorite real estate broker, we also have a favorite brewery. So, so Savannah River Brewery, uh, local. We always we've been saying a lot, and you'll hear in this interview as well. You know, supporting local is really important. Savannah River Brewery, local brewery, fantastic beers. Uh, I believe as of today, which is Tuesday, March 31st, I believe they're open curbside from 3 to 8 p.m. And what that means is you can get to go. So any beer you like from them, you can get to go. For example, Dungeons and Flagons, Chris. It is an incredible double IPA. Uh, if you don't like an IPA because of a pine flavor, their double IPA is very tropical. I would say almost sweet on the palate. And so you don't even get that piney IPA flavor that most people don't like about the IPA. Yep. And you get that 8%. <laughs> it Sorry, comes standard. 8.5%. Comes standard. Yes. Uh, so, um, if you like your beer a little bit boozy, go for it. And not only that, but they've got, uh, they've got the milkshake IPAs right now. They've got the tangerine, they've got the mango. Uh, they are currently working on a future, uh, seltzer product, which we don't know when that'll be out, but the weather's already calling for it. So I, I assume is as soon as Corona lets us live a little bit, uh, we'll probably start looking at that. I think it would be cool if you guys had any seltzer ideas, any flavor ideas for seltzers, uh, for you guys to let us know and, and we can see if we can make that happen. You know what I also 
What could you go for? This little, this little on the side, side plug. Okay. I go a jalapeno business. Where, where are the jalapeno businesses? It's really time for that right now. <laughs> I, I might have to reach out to our friend Tap That Thirty Three, and uh, <laughs> okay, edit that out. <laughs> it's Tap Thirty Three. I know. Yeah, Tap Thirty Three. Uh, sorry. Side plug and delete this, but my wife calls it Tap That Thirty Three. That's funny. She loves him. But anyways, uh, I might see if you can do a small batch and put that into the uh, to the uh, Savannah River Brewery. That put it out in the world. See if people will pick yeah. it up. Might as well. If you guys but, uh, if you guys pick up beers, they'll make more beers. That's just how that works. Right. So, David, real quick, tell us about our guest today. <clears throat> right. Okay. So today we are about to, well, we just spoke to, but you're about to hear us speak to congressman rick allen so congressman rick allen is the uh the national congress representative so in dc um for the 12th district of georgia which uh you take augusta you go down to vidalia you draw a big oval uh, it includes statesboro uh metter a couple other smaller smaller cities but that's going to be the majority of what district 12 covers a lot of agriculture and again, the big city is Augusta. Um, he is on the education committee. Uh, his wife is a former educator. Uh, he is a. He's also on the agricultural committee. So we asked him a couple of questions that were that were up his alley, and we also just wanted to talk to him about you know how businesses can get help right now, how individuals can get help right now. You know, he he his family also runs a business. And so he has all these different perspectives and we really hope that you guys find some value in the stuff that he was able to tell us. And specifically that business is here in Augusta, Georgia. Here in Augusta, Georgia. And right now his wife is, is running it. R.W. Allen. Uh, great. You know, ma you, you look at something major being built, you know, two out of three times you'll probably see R.W. Allen uh, yeah. on the scene. I believe they have an office downtown. I Incorrect. I think you're right about that. I don't see why they wouldn't. And and he yeah. he does live in Augusta. Um, obviously, sometimes he lives in D.C. because he works in D.C. But when Congress is out of session, he does live in Augusta. So he is an Augusta local and he has been in office for uh, since the 2014 election. So with no further ado, please enjoy Congressman Rick Allen. Um, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and jump into this. Um, the, my name my name is David and, and Chris. We have you on the other line. Uh, yes, Allen, we do really appreciate hey. you coming talking to us. Glad to do it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you um, so much, sir. <laughs> so we know that we know that you don't have a ton of time. Uh, we know that this is pr a pretty busy time. Uh, are you you're still in D.C. right now? Is that is that right? Uh, no, uh, we uh, went to D.C. last Friday. Okay. We had to have a, a quorum present to voice okay. vote the the uh, the phase three of the coronavirus legislation, and flew to D.C. Uh, last Friday and got home Friday night. Long day. <laughs> okay. Ooh, so are you but, in Augusta? But uh, right back back in Augusta, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Well, 
we've got a couple questions prepared for you. We'll yeah. go ahead and kick right into it. Um, Chris, I'm going to let you start off, and, and we'll just go from there. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you, Congressman Allen, for coming uh, or us having a phone call. Okay, so can you talk to us briefly in layman's terms on the status of relief bills in Congress and how people in Augusta will be impacted by them? Yes, as I said on Friday, uh, I went to D.C. Uh, when the Senate passed it on Wednesday, we had 24 hours to read the bill. And then we went to, uh, we had to have a quorum president to pass it on Friday. And, uh, President Trump signed, and this was the phase three, uh, coronavirus legislation. He signed it into law on Friday afternoon. Uh, this is the most crucial piece of the legislation that we passed in terms of direct relief to the American people, to businesses and hospitals. Let me tell you what it means for individuals. The bill authorizes a one-time tax rebate check of $1,200 per individual or $2,400 per couple and $500 per eligible child. As long as a person has a valid Social Security number, they can receive the credit. So this means workers, those receiving welfare benefits, Social Security beneficiaries, and all others are eligible. They are eligible at full amount for Americans whose income is less than 75000 for individuals, 112500 for head of household, and 150000 for married couples and reduced for higher income earners. It phases out completely at 99000 for individuals and 100000 for married couples. And then for small businesses, there's a new emergency loan that will help businesses keep the doors open and employees uh, and keep employees on their payroll. Uh, the first phase of the legislation, we authorized funding for the Small Business Administration's Economic Injury Disaster Loans, which, uh, are, which includes all Georgia businesses who have access. And that is more of a liquidity uh, type of loan. Uh, we also created a new paycheck protection program. It's an SBA-backed loan program to help small businesses pay for expenses. Loans taken out by small businesses to keep employees on the payrolls it can be forgiven. In other words, it would be a grant if you keep folks on the payroll for eight weeks. To access these loans as quickly as possible, businesses can contact their lender directly. We were on a call with all of our, our banking institutions on Monday. The guidelines uh, they're hearing are going to be available on Friday. And so that's very quickly what was included in a, I think it was 700 and some odd page piece of legislation. Excellent. That is an easy read on a nice Sunday. <laughs> well, thank you for answering that question. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what, I, I did try to read that bill to, to understand it, and, and I got to have uh, full respect for your office and for you right now for making it through that. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> well, I've learned to speed read. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, That's great. So, so, Congressman, you've been in office for, for more than five years, um, and you've been in business for 35-plus years um, with your construction company, that's R.W. Allen. Um, right. Do you see anything like 
COVID-19 both in the, in the, the public or private sector? Um, and, and what's your reaction to, to what we've seen? Uh, no, I've uh, never seen anything like it. Um, you know, in the business world, you have your normal business cycles. Uh, typically, the cycles run, and this is sort of biblical, uh, about every, you know, you hope for a great economy for six years, and then you have typically a recession uh, for uh, a year or two, and uh, then things begin to pick back up. Uh, that's kind of what I saw cycle most of my business career. That changed in 2008 uh, because of government intervention in the mortgage security business. Uh, we had a long run in economic activity, and then, of course, uh, a lot of that came to an end in 2008. But, that again, that was caused by uh, default on uh, mortgages that were sold as mortgage security instruments. And uh, and it was much bigger than I I, I, I could have ever imagined. Uh, but again, it was caused by uh, the government getting involved. Uh, this uh, this has uh, not been seen, I believe. Uh, the last time I think it was my grandparents' uh, experienced this in 1918. Uh, there were. Uh, at that time, uh, I think a hundred million lives lost in in the world, and uh, which would be the equivalent of 450 million today. We haven't lost that many lives in in this uh, with this virus. Uh, hopefully, we we won't. But but there's been a lot of effort to contain this. Uh, you know, once we heard about it, and then uh, when it gets into your society, um, it spreads. It's, it's very infectious. And so uh, we, we sort of had a whole of America approach. It, it's just not our health care, although our health care folks, and I want to uh, have a shout out for our health care folks on the front line, putting themselves in arms way. And, uh, and, and they're overworked, uh, and, uh, you know, we, particularly in areas in the hot spots like New York and these other areas, uh, I don't know how they're dealing with what they see there. But every American has a role to play, and it's just real simple. Uh, it's social distancing, you know, six feet apart. Uh, it's uh, hand washing, uh, uh, sanitizing hands. And do not touch your face, and um, so, which is hard, <laughs> right? But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, but we we just need everybody to do their part. In fact, if everybody did exactly what they're supposed to do, this thing would be over in about fourteen days. Wow. Yeah, it it runs its course in about fourteen days. Now that's in a perfect separation and and that sort of thing. And, 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 and frankly, you, you need to not go see grandma and grandpa. If you need to take them food, uh, be sure to not come inside. You can take food, you, but be sure to clean the whatever you have the food in so that, uh, you know, you don't transfer anything. Uh, and, uh, and just allow grandma and grandpa to, uh, just, they'll just have to be separated for a, uh, for a time until this, uh, as, they, as they say, this uh, this curve starts to uh, go down. So 
that's uh, you know that's the that's the advice that we've had and. Um, uh, so far, my family, as far as I know it, has has not contracted, uh, but we have had friends. I've had colleagues uh, that have gotten it. So, uh, but uh, that's a long answer to a question. This is uh, this is like the president said. It's a uh, it's it's unseen. You you can't see it. It's an unseen enemy. It's it's uh, it, it's evil. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's just. Uh, and it's mysterious, very mysterious. Yeah, yeah. nobody can put their finger on this thing. It's, uh, but we're working on it. Right. Okay. Yes, sir. So you answered a little bit of the first part of the question number three already. I'm going to go ahead and state it, but I'm really looking at the last part. So, what are some things that the average Augustan may not know about what's going on right now? And on that, what is the potential future repercussions that we haven't considered? Uh, well, certainly, um, when the, the virus became evident here in this country, uh, there was some problems with, uh, with getting people tested. And uh, CDC has admitted to that. Uh, it was an older system. It was set up for flu. Uh, nothing like this. But there's been great progress made very quickly. Uh, it, it's likely that uh, uh, as we uh, ramp up testing, uh, that there'll be more infections. Uh, in other words, it, uh, the numbers are going to climb. And that's why the president extended social distancing guidelines through the end of April. Uh, we will see an impact on the economy. Uh, we've already started to see, uh, uh, particularly in the hospitality industry, uh, yeah. uh, but, I, but I hope that through the third phase of legislation we just passed, we can provide some relief to both individuals and our business uh, community. Uh, you know, we had uh, just three weeks ago about a $23 trillion economy. And uh, the experts say today uh, that uh, at least 30% of that economy is uh, in neutral. Uh, we can still support our small businesses during this time, uh, whether that's ordering online or, or getting your, you know, takeouts so that your restaurants can keep some of their staff working. And, um, uh, and then, like I said, as, as soon as we can get this thing under control, uh, and back in business, uh, we think we're going to see a B-type recovery. That was obviously one of the purposes of the legislation uh, was to allow businesses to keep their employees on the payroll, even though they're not, it may not be working. Uh, in fact, some people might be staying home because they're afraid of, uh, of getting the, uh, the the virus. Uh, but we wanted to, uh, uh, to help these businesses keep their uh, employees on the payroll so that when uh, – and, and this will end. Uh, we don't know it's the exact time, but uh, so that uh, we're right ready to uh, ramp this $23 trillion economy uh, back up. Yes, sir. And, and actually, so you kind of got into this next part, but 
Um, the next question we wanted to have was really about the long-term potential impact. So, so right now, for example, in education, uh, Chris, Chris is a teacher. Chris and his wife are both teachers, and they're doing – Shout out to all our teachers. Yeah, they're doing virtual classrooms right now. Um, businesses yeah. are a lot more delivery, virtual-based services. Do you think, and, and with a, a national perspective that you have being in Congress and talking to all these people um, from all over the country, do you think that there will be any long-term changes of the way certain things are, are done because of this, for example, uh, possibly education? Absolutely. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I think that uh, what we will learn from this and, and the way we've had to adapt to this, uh, it's going to change everything, the way we shot. Um, well, and all of that has been changing, but this is forced. Right. I mean, uh, nobody's going into retail stores uh, because they're all closed. And uh, everything's uh, everything's done online now. And um, so, uh, and you know how people's habits, once they get in the habit of buying online, uh, they're probably not going to change that. So uh, as far as education, we've had this capability for a long time. Uh, unfortunately, there are some areas of the country that we don't have broadband, and we've got to get that done so that every child has that opportunity. I think this is given an opportunity for parents to get more involved in their children's education. Absolutely. And, and I think that's a good thing. So um, yeah, I know that parents <laughs> – Everybody's kind of cooped up, and uh, uh, you know sometimes uh, it gets a little difficult. But uh, uh, and you know, and, and and like I said, the business community, uh, even here at Augusta, with the masters being delayed, it it it's really going to hurt uh, a lot of our businesses. Uh, and that's why we have that small business liquidity loan, so that those people who prepared for the masters who are ready to go, can get some liquidity till we uh, hopefully hold that tournament sometime in uh, October. Uh, but, again, we've, we're seeing great in, innovation. Uh, con, con, you know, uh, construction companies, uh, our companies stepped up to help get hospital masks. Everybody's, everybody's pitching in. It's really – I think the president said it, that, you know, he said that what's amazing is to see the spirit among uh, the majority of people. Now, there are some folks that, you know, are are, uh, are, are angry and, uh, and, 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 you know, and they surely got a right to be. But, uh, but for the most part, uh, you know, America is just an amazing country. And um, uh, that spirit of pulling together has been uh, – and we saw it in Congress. I mean, as you know, we've had our – We've had our issues <laughs> in trying to get things done up there, and uh, and this was a mammoth undertaking. Uh, wow. And uh, so, so we just seen a lot of things come together. That's that's the good part. That's good. So, you sit on the agricultural uh, committee, correct? Yes. Um, so, one question we'd like to ask is, what impact will this have on agriculture? Well, 12 is largely agriculture as well. Yeah, it's correct. Yeah, uh, ag is our largest industry in my district and the largest industry in our state. Uh, And we're talking to farmers on a regular basis, uh, mainly, uh, well, for example, our famous Vidalia onion. 
Uh, yeah. It's, it's ready to be picked. We use uh, uh, H2O, uh, H2A workers, uh, migrant workers, to do that. And uh, it was uh, it, it was a little bit uh, difficult uh, to get those folks there. And but we 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 understand they're showing up, and so we're gonna be able to harvest that. And I'm talking I'm talking millions and millions of dollars of onions. And uh, uh, and uh, you know our other farmers uh, we have it has been a little too wet to get in the fields, but they're in the fields now. Uh, they're preparing to plant for the season, and uh, you know, out in the rural environment, uh, other than maybe some uh, some labor issues, I, I think we're going to be fine. Uh, one of the big problems we got is distribution, um, uh, and 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 that's only because of demand. Yeah, uh, when demand levels out, I think the distribution will catch up. But it's it's been a little it's been a little tough. But uh, as as far as I know, now California, I don't know what the impact on agriculture is going to be out there because you know California is the salad bowl of the country. Yeah. And so uh, I think that uh, uh, you know I I don't think that those areas are being affected like the cities, but, you know, California now is a shelter state. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what that means to the farmers out there. Do you, do you, this is a little off script, and I apologize for that, but do you see Georgia adop, adopting any of the policies California has uh, as far as shelter in place, anything like that? Um. You know, I think that uh, states like Georgia, um, and I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen in Atlanta. Uh, the way this thing came in here is through most of the international airports, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, uh, of course, the president, of course, he got a lot of criticism, but he started closing travel down early and um, uh, trying to uh, stop the spread of this uh Virus, but um, you know, right now I've I've not uh, you know uh, if any area would be shelter only, I think it would probably be Atlanta. Now we've had a problem down in Albany, uh, but they're not. They're, I mean, they're dealing with it, and uh, and I think they've got a handle on it down there now. And uh, so, um, uh, but I think it's wise for people to stay in. To work from home, obviously, until uh, self-imposed, if you will, uh, okay. shelter only, and uh, as best as you can. But obviously, if you want to get out and take long walks out, outdoors and things like that, I, I, I think you're, you're fine as long as you you use the, the you know the guidelines, uh, uh, social distancing, wash your hands, and don't touch your face. Okay, and and so on that note. Um, we're we're pretty close to wrapping up here. We got two more questions for you. Um, my my last question for you is is do you have just any kind of message for the people of Augusta for the people of of District Twelve, um, just moving forward? Any message? Yes. Um, again, uh, America has been through a lot over its its history. Um, and this is just one of those times that uh, is going to going to put America to the test. Uh, I will tell you this: when we uh, 
<clears throat> won the White House in 2016 and put a businessman in as president. And, of course, I'm a, I, I come from the business world, and, of course, I knew why, why the economy was not growing. And then we were able to come together and pass reforms as far as regulatory reforms and, and also some uh, tax uh, legislation. Um, I was amazed. I, I didn't know America had it in it. But in three short years, we created the best economy in the world. And I said, wow. And, and again, all the government did is say, okay, this country's open for business. And, and what you're going to see after this is you're going to see a lot of business coming back to America because we're going to require a lot of these essential products to be made in this country. There is going to be a huge manufacturing boom is what I'm predicting. Uh, which all that's going to be great for us. And obviously, Augusta, the 12th district, and Georgia is going to play a big part of that because we got the number four port in the country. And, uh, we're, and, and, and I think we're going to become more of a, uh, export nation rather than maybe an import nation, which will be good. Uh, I think we've learned a lot of lessons from this. And, uh, and again, we, we have a, a great spirit. Uh, people are helping one another. Uh, obviously, the longer this goes on, the, the more stressful it gets, particularly for our health care providers. And, um, uh, you know, just continue to pray for these people. And, uh, you know, just know that our office is here to help in any way as far as communication. You can go to our website. We've got a link uh, uh, to our, 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 uh, everything you want to know about coronavirus. Okay. And everything you want want to know about getting, uh, you know, you, uh, as far as dealing with the legislation in, in hopefully uh, layman's terms. So, but um, but you know, Augusta is a great place to live, work, and, and raise a family. And um, it, you know, you, you don't have to look too far to know how great it is, even during a crisis, because it's just amazing to see how neighbors are stepping up, people are delivering. Uh, school lunches, um, right, and delivering food to uh, uh, elderly, uh, and uh, just in in every way volunteering, trying to help uh, help get through this thing. So it's it, it it that that's been the good part. Awesome. So uh, we we have a question that we ask all of our guests on this podcast, and our podcast is called Drop the Disc. And what that stems from is that word disgusta. And so I feel like as a your your congressman Allen and also a citizen of Augusta, and I think this question is pretty cool for you because we always ask, what does dropping the disc from Augusta mean? In other words, if someone came up to you and began to diss Augusta or talk ne- negatively about it, what would you tell them? What would you tell someone that is talking negatively about the city of Augusta, Georgia? Uh, well, um, that's a great question. Um, certainly, um, this community has been, I mean, we have been blessed beyond uh, anything I could ever imagine. Um, I've lived here all my life. Um my parents, uh, we have obviously deep roots in Columbia County, but, um, you know, we, we, we're uh, diverse. Uh, we, 
you know, we, we've got the, the issues that everyone has, but uh, I just can't imagine another place that, that I would want to live. Um, and you've got the, the, you know, as we say, Augusta's so well located. It's two hours from the beach, two hours from the mountains, and uh, uh, folks want to get away for a weekend or something like that. But, uh, and, uh, you know, for the most part, the people here, well, let me just say this. We host a major golf tournament every year, a major sporting event. Now, that is the best-run tournament uh, in sports, no question about it. But I'll tell you what I hear people who come here talk about more than anything else, and that's the hospitality. Mm. Uh, the, the way our community rolls out the red carpet and says, welcome to our community, um, whatever we have is yours. And uh, we're, we're here to take care of your needs and make sure you have – um, you know, the time of your life. And I don't know of another community that uh, uh, that can say that year after year, and we've been able to pull that off. And uh, and that's been a big part of the success, the success of that tournament. Uh, fun, fun question. Would you, would you be able to say that it will be postponed to October? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I was asked that I was asked a question about how this would affect the Masters. Uh, I think it was three or four weeks ago, and uh, I could not imagine uh, where we are today. So, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I think uh, the researchers are making great progress. Uh, let me tell you, we've got the greatest minds in this country and the world working on this, and um, uh, and like I said. Uh, uh, yeah, this is what my parents told me. They said, work at it like it all depends on you and pray for it because it ultimately depends on God. And right. so, um, so we got a lot of folks working and we just need to pray that the Lord will, uh, will give us what we need to, uh, get rid of this and, uh, and get back to normal as soon as possible. And certainly pray for those families who are losing loved ones. Um, and, uh, and I think that's the scary part of it is you just, you just don't know. This thing is unseen. It's evil. It's, it's the worst thing that you could imagine. And, uh, we just need to pray that the, the Lord would give wisdom to those researchers and, and those uh, physicians that are doing everything they know how to do to, to take care of the, the great American people. Well, thank you so much, Congressman Allen, for uh, coming on for 30 minutes with us. We appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Glad to do it. Anytime. We hope we can have a more casual, more light-spirited conversation with you sometime in the future. (laughs) That'd be great. I look forward to that. And we'll awesome. And we'll get through this. And I'll tell you this: uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll be tougher and tested, and we have to persevere. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, this, this is a test. I think we're going to, ta- we're going to pass that test. Uh, and, uh, like I said, uh, we're going to be a better country, uh, for this. Uh, every generation, uh, or uh, actually it's been five generations since we've had anything like this. But, uh, again, uh, this is something you'll tell your grandchildren and their children about. 
right. Well, thank you so much, Congressman. Yes, sir. We wish you right. All right. Stay safe. Take care. And please do stick around. We have our community partners coming up. We have a shout out. And we want you to get in touch with us. So, guys, uh, our interview was actually a very good interview. It was. We had only about 30 minutes. We had seven questions for him. And uh, we broke him up. He answered them incredibly. Yeah. And well thought out. And if y'all have any other questions about how this episode went, or if you'd be interested in having him on again, we'd love to bring him into our studio and have more of a personable, get-to-know, mm-hmm. Congressman Allen kind of show. Right. Um, and on that topic, if you like this podcast, we would love it if you could go give us a review, hopefully a five-star review, on iTunes, yeah. as that will help get this message out. And, and if you didn't, uh, come away feeling like we deserve a five-star review, I would like you to email us or DM us at drop the disc pod. Let us know why hold off on that review until we, <laughs> until we meet your expectations and then go ahead and give us that five-star review. Right. Um, <laughs> but all joking aside. So, uh, we have a couple community partners that we've added in the most recent months. Um, and I want to do a little shout out to that little red book that y'all might have picked up and seen and flipped through in any restaurants downtown, yep. uh, really anywhere in Augusta that is a part of the little guy. Uh, but it's the little guide of Augusta and it is an incredible opportunity for us. We are going to be in the 2020 edition. In fact, David and I have just confirmed the edit that's right that's right uh super excited for that to come out uh what's going on right now COVID-19 has not slowed them down those will still be coming out and we're very excited to be a part of it it's it's a one-stop shop to know everything that's local in Augusta and it's now your local Augusta podcast will be in that book right for you to show your friends um to show that we're legit. <laughs> right. But no, we're very excited to work with them. Um, they're, follow them on Instagram, follow them on uh, Facebook, see what they're posting about. They put out good stuff, good information for you to learn. And uh, we're learning that they have partnerships and friendships with a lot of people we've already had on the uh, podcast. So we're just part, we're excited to become part of that family. Right, right. And, and if you guys, you know, we've been saying support local business. If you need to know what local businesses are out there, if, if you don't have a great you know concept, open a little guide and pick a number and flip to that page and you're going to find a local business that you can go support. And so that's the really cool thing about it is you can not only find out the local businesses, but you can you can read about their story. And so for us, you know, we tell our story every day. But everybody doesn't have that opportunity. So we, we, we think it's a pretty cool program. We're happy to be involved with them. And David, this might not be a good time to start a small business. <laughs> but if you have that opportunity and want and drive to start a small business, do you have any advice for those people? Well, I, I think a, a really good first step to take if you if you want to be a part of a startup or if you if you are creating a startup is to go check out the clubhouse at the cyber center. 
The clubhouse at the cyber center at right now, this isn't the best time to be saying all these things, but they have events all the time. They have community outreach. They have, uh, they'll sit down with small business owners and, and you can talk to other small business owners about what struggles they're going through. And, and you can learn from people in your industry. Um, they, we are super excited to be there at some point in the future. Yeah. We will be doing events with them right now. They are just closed. Uh, and I think they're only open to people that have memberships right now. Uh, but they're really cool. The clubhouse has actually been in Augusta for seven years, I think more than seven years now. And so the cyber center is, is just another rollout of that. And, and it's a really cool program. They not only will bring small businesses in, coach you up, tell you, tell you some trade secrets, help you with marketing, make all these resources available to you. They got an awesome break room, by the way. And, uh, and, and even they do purchase products from some of the people that, that operate out of there, which is really cool because it shows that they believe in the people they work with. And we feel like they believe in us. We're really happy to be partners with them. And someday soon in the future, or at least someday in the future, we will be doing events with them. I wanted to give a shout out also, uh, speaking of community partners to Deep Copenhaver because I have been watching his get the mail with a cocktail videos for the past week. Yes. And, and I just wanted to say I'm thoroughly enjoying them. Um, I, I actually do intend to write him a letter uh, over the next couple of days. I, I hope that he decides to read it on his get the mail with a cocktail. But I, I, I just think it's really cool that people are out and finding a positive spin. In, in Augusta. Yeah. And, and he's always a great example of that. And so friend of the show, D Copenhaver, shout out to you. And David, when you write that letter, can you ghost write me as well? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast. Yep. Uh, y'all stay safe, stay home, yep. go outside, uh, social distance yourself from humanity. <laughs> right. And if you can't stick to that six feet and, um, if you're not feeling well, uh, please stay home. Uh, as we, uh, as you heard from uh, Congressman Allen, that this could be over sooner than later if we follow those uh, restrictions. Right, and we would like to be back in our studio having cocktails with people. Uh, so, on our own behalf, wanting to do that, uh, if everybody would just social cocktails distance and Savannah River Brewery, right. Right. Cocktails and we have so much awesome stuff in that office. that's just going unused right now because of this epidemic. So if you guys would give us a hand in quelling this a little bit and we can go back to our usual drinking and taking pictures, that would be fantastic. That would be great. Um, but anyways, thank you all for listening. Y'all have a great week. That's right. Bye.